Hello, I'm back in. I just wanted to get on here and talk about a few things that um, has been revealed to me. <clears throat> well, I spoke about in a previous episode. Um, Should have got the title, but um, I spoke about in a previous episode how I fell asleep. Don't even I didn't even remember falling asleep. Then I woke up with my phone in my hand and um a Jesus documentary for on the History Channel playing that I didn't click. Um may it may have been on autoplay, but the phone was not plugged up and usually it would be like hot, super hot. Well I think I don't know, I think the phone was plugged up. I don't know. All I know is usually it would have been hot by then. I had fell asleep for, I believe, hours. More than an hour, I'm sure. And the phone would have over- overheated for sure. But for some reason, it's like it had just been placed in my hand. It's as if someone placed it in my hand in a manner with the Jesus documentary. Um, and I didn't even remember, you know falling asleep in my bed the way that I did. I never remember falling asleep with the phone in my hand watching YouTube to begin with. And this is just not usual for me. I usually, even if I'm a little groggy when I first come to or wake up, I remember exactly how I fell asleep. And so this is why I feel that I need to be on here talking about these, um, talking about these things because all of this stuff is like to anybody else like whatever you fell asleep and you know your phone's in your hand and it just automatically just went to that documentary and it played but i have to explain to you the entirety of it but i just feel like you know first of all that's very invasive for if i was actually if it, if if that was not the case i didn't fall asleep with the phone in my hand and didn't go to and things didn't just happen like that I just like that type of stuff just makes my skin crawl. It makes my skin crawl. But the thing about it is I'm not upset about it because now that I see what the Lord's trying to reveal to me, I understand that they want me to be more upset about that than about the truth because they're upset about the truth. So this is what happened. And they wanted to be able to fool me and they weren't able to. And I I knew something was fishy the entire time. But it's as if they tried to trick me. They really tried to trick me. And it's so funny because it's like I was focusing on all these little other small things, even though I knew that. I'm like, and that's how my mind works. My mind works is like, yeah, that's obvious. But what about this? these other small little details? I'm focusing on the smaller details because the main ones are so, they're already set in stone. Like, for example, um... Let's say you have, take the same route to work every single day. Um, you're like, yeah, of course I'm going to take this highway, but now I'm just worried about the traffic. So you're worried about the small little details that are constantly changing and maneuvering as opposed to the stuff that you already know for sure. Like, yes, I'm definitely taking this highway. This is for sure. This is set. This is my routine. I know this. Like, this is something I know. Just like... <clears throat> with God. You know that God is real. So now you're just focusing on all of the other little things that he's doing in life. Like, I don't know. I hope I'm explaining it in a, in a, in a, a manner where someone can understand this, but 
what I'm pretty much saying is the things that are set in stone are set in stone. Just like the Ten Commandments. You know that those ten rules are the ten rules you have to follow. But now you're just worried about all the many different variables and probabilities of um, a sin. You're not, you know this, the sins you can't do, but what about all of the different situations? Because every situation is unique. Just like that. That's pretty much how it is. But you know for a fact that, you know, do not steal. Right? So, pretty much this is what happened. This is what um what they tried to trick me into. And I'm just so, I'm not upset because the fact that I know, I'm just like, it, it only confirms that the Lord is like, listen, I'm taking care of the big things. The small little things that you're worried about are really not even a factor. And this is just a pr- some proof for God. And it's like, I, I almost let this go over my head, but I didn't. It never went over my head. They wanted, they wanted it to feel like it was, but they knew for a fact that it wasn't going to. So this is what happened. So I woke up and I said that, I heard in my in my in my head, like in the spirit, because obviously if they knew if they felt like this was past the spirit and they could get off the fact that um, this is not even happening in the spirit, this is not going on. It's all in your mind. Then they would. But since they can't, they have to start from here and just dull down the intensity and the level of, of where it is. Because I feel like the only reason they will be doing this, um, because they're genuinely scared. Like they see things happening, they're intimidated, they're afraid of what's going to happen. So now they're trying these little subtle tactics to try and like be kind of slick and try to, you know, try and stop this stuff from happening without admitting that they're scared. So the I heard someone say, "You, she has such and such a demon on her." It's a very it's a very heavy demon that is placed on her because to keep her from calling the demons off of all of you and her sister placed it on her and I hear my family right there it seems like they're right in front of me like we're all in a small room and they say to me um a closet even and they say to me like um no, we don't believe that. Well, I can believe what I want to believe, and I choose not to believe that. And I, it's really them because I remember this actually happened a couple of weeks before where I, where I came to this conclusion. Like, there's a lot of lies and a lot of confusion going on in between all of this stuff. So I'm choosing to believe whatever I choose to believe, and I'm just going to have faith in God that he's, like, I just have faith in God. So it's really not about choosing what to believe. It's about me having that feeling where I know you're trying to confuse it more. You're trying to take it out of context. You're trying to get me to worry about this. And it's not to be worried about. It's handled. I can feel it. God is telling me it's handled. And so I'm I'm just choosing not, I'm choosing to believe, you know, this and it's not even that I believe you or anything pertaining to what you said or anything pertaining to what I said even. It's just that I, I believe it's handled. So I'm choosing to believe that. And so not even because, like, it's not even a choice. Like, I know it's handled. Like, God is telling me it's handled. So I hear this voice that's trying to sound so, not even trying to. Like, they, they, they really was, they really was, like, they... I don't know if they weren't trying they were acting authentic like I don't know how to say it like because it, it in a way it wasn't really acting but it was like they were being very deceiving 
But this is how subtly we are deceived in a, on a daily basis as human beings. This is how we we end up in the situations we are in or we get into of all this sin and we don't realize how we got there because of how subtle this is and how subtly they sneak things around and try to trick you and try to intimidate you. And if you don't have a real relationship with God who's giving you the spirit of wisdom and discernment, this would be like it never even happened. It would have happened and you would have never even been able to have catch it. It's not even, caught it. It's not even about going over your head. It's about re- it really feeling like the norm, really. And it's like that's because they have been really conditioning and training up since in a way since you were born. And when they come around using these certain type of tactics, it's almost as if that's second nature because I'm so used to this. This feels normal. But the thing about it, the only thing that I know is wrong about it is that God is telling me it is. So if it were not up to God telling me that it's wrong 100% and and already have revealed to me the truth, I would have really believed you. And it wasn't even about believing you. It's about me. Actually, I would have believed myself because I would I would have tricked myself into believing that was true only because I've, I've been trained up since a child to believe that's the norm. But since God showed me the truth and God is right here protecting me with the spirit of truth, Holy, the Holy Spirit is here with the spirit of truth then I know that you are super wrong. And it's like, you wouldn't even look that way if I didn't have God here. I mean, it's so amazing because it's like, it's just like, um, it's just like being raised. I don't know how to, I just said that. But when you feel like you know so much about yourself and then God comes and takes the veil off of your mind and your heart and they try to put it back on there and you are just so offended you're so offended because you're like, how I can't believe you. First of all, it took way too much for me to get here to this point. I'm so blessed that God was able to re- unveil my mind and my heart. I'm blessed to be here. And how dare you come with that same stuff from before as if God didn't already do what he did. Like, it's offensive because it feels like, you really think you can outsmart God? Do you really think that? Do you really think that you can put a veil on my mind or heart that he already removed? Do you think you can come and sneak that back on? How dare you? Like, I was just, dis- I'm just disgusted at this point. But to be quite honest with you, I just want to say that, you know, this is, um, this is what the Lord is revealing to me. This is what the Lord wants me to see. This is what the Lord wants me to see them doing because he's like, look at how sneaky they are. Look at how twisted they are and look at how desperate they are for you to believe these things. Look at how desperate they are for these things to continue in this manner. They don't want the veil to be removed from the masses. Look at how desperate they are and look at how and and you can tell by how they're how they're addressing you and attacking you. And you can tell by how, how they're actually um handling you that you are contributing to what they're ultimately afraid of happening the veil and the veil being removed off of everyone's hearts and minds and things becoming how they're supposed to the um it true hebrew israelites to become the holy nation and to rule over over all other nations and for you know us to start us as the true Hebrew Israelites to start walking in our power and possessing it. And and revelations happen, no evil exists anymore. Everyone is exposed for who they are. 
and the truth it and then everyone just starts living in the way that God intended them to. And they don't want this. They don't want this because I'm going to tell you why. So let me finish this story. So or let me finish what happened. So they're like, yes, and I just pulled this demon off of I just pulled this demon off of her. You guys put this demon on her to keep her from pulling the demons off of the rest of you. And it was her. It was your sister. And they were like, we don't believe that. And they were like, well, it was you. And then they're blaming my sister. And I can't really hear what she's saying. But I, but it's just the way that she sounds. She sounds like, um, like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, but okay, so let me give you, let me just make up a sentence. So, um, you don't know what you're talking about and such and such and such. But I know that's not what she's saying. She's not saying you don't know what you're talking about. She's saying something else. And they veiled that. Like they they hid what she said, but they 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 gave me the energy and how she said it or the way the manner and how she said it, her tone. They gave me her tone, but they they veiled what she said. And I could tell by, you know, what it was that she said that she wasn't saying what they were trying to get me to believe she said. They were trying to get me to believe that she said, um, so what? I, I, you know, who are you to come and um, mess this up for me? Just trying to make it seem as if she was like showing her true colors and she really did put the demon on me. But she's just mad that she's being exposed. And in reality, I'm knowing that she said something different. I just can't quite put my finger on what exactly she said. So now I'm like, I don't know, because that doesn't feel right. The tone is like, I know my sister. So I know that you probably said something to her to get her to get that tone. But what she said back to you is not what you're trying to get me to believe what she said back to you. Not only that, I already have this hunch that whatever it is you think that you're doing, you're really not doing anything. So here's the thing. He, the person or whatever it was, like he tried to make it seem like it was a friend. It really was not a friend. It really was not a friendly person. It was someone who who wants to seem as if they're doing the Lord's work when really they're working for the devil. And the, I would only notice if, if God, the only reason I know this, the only way I know this is that it's because God is walking with me the entire time. He's revealed, I'm already far past whatever it is that they try to do. Maybe last year, maybe a year ago, they would have been able to get me to believe that easily, but they wouldn't have even been looking for me a year ago. So I'm this far along and they're still trying to get me with tactics. I'm so far past. But that just shows me that they don't actually know or understand where I'm at. They just know that I'm a threat. So, well, no, I think that they know exactly where I'm at, but they're just helpless at this point. In a way, they're they're just so afraid, so scared, so desperate. They're trying. They're 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 prepared for the worst and hoping for the best. In a way, I don't know how to explain it. It's just like when you do something and you know for a fact that you're going to lose or you know for a fact that this is far past and far out of your pay grade. This is way more than you can handle. This is you're not going to be able to touch this. But, you know, you've I don't know, you've gone you've grown so used to being able to kind of veil people's minds or continue on in this manner that you do it anyways I don't know how to explain it but it's a sense of believing that you would have got it done hopefully possibly but knowing 
for a fact with the with the real I don't okay how do I explain this like because the person they didn't they knew they know who I am to even be there trying to do this but the way in the manner that they did it it's almost as if it was normal and it's like how can that be normal if you know who I am it's no way that was normal to you so in you doing that, it's almost as if you're exposing yourself as being very desperate, very scared, and very out of options. But you still are using these same old tactics. And to be quite honest with you, this tactic is a it's not a I won't say it's a very good tactic because nothing about what you're doing what you're doing is good. I would just say that it is a tactic that probably usually would have worked, but it's no way you thought that it would have worked on me. Because if you thought that it would have worked on me, you wouldn't have even been here. So that being said, it's like you use everything you got because you don't got nothing. Pretty much. So then this is what happened. So that's when... um the person or the the spirit or whatever i think it was a demon the demon was like yeah we pulled this demon i called the demon off of her and it felt like something lifted off of me but the problem was there's something still there and so i said to myself or well how powerful are they if they're able to call this one off but not that one so you can call this one off but i still have to get that one off of me well, you might as well just left that one on there, too, because I'm going to get them all off at the same time. I don't understand why you would come and call a lesser demon off and not call the major one if that's how powerful you are. Especially if you were sent by God, God is not going to send you to only call to only do a partial job. If God sends you to do anything, he's going to send you to call off all of the demons each and every single last one of them and be done with the whole situation. God is not going to call you to come call off this demon and uh, leave the rest of her, even though it doesn't seem like she knows, you know, where she's at, what's actually on her or what's going on. Oh, and not only that, only tell her partially what's going on because that's just deceptive and God is not deceptive. God is the truth. So why would God call you to tell me only part of what's going on? So I, I guess the person assumed that I wouldn't be able to understand. And this is insulting that I wouldn't be able to understand that they only called off part of the demon on me off of me. And that they're only telling part of the story. So in reality, this to me is white people. I'm sorry, I have to be quite honest with you. This to me is white people because not all, but a lot of white people, they are only telling us part of the story. Like how you grow up in school and they tell you that we were slaves and we got here on a slave boat, etc. But they're not mentioning how a lot of black people were already here and that black people discovered America before um, Christopher Columbus did. How they only tell part of the story. Also, on top of that, they never mentioned how a lot of Indians who are already here in America, not even Indians, they called them Indians and that was rude, Native Americans, how a lot of Native Americans were already here, were pulled into the slave trade as well. So there's a lot of different things we don't know about ourselves as, as you know, a people. I don't even want to say as black people, but as a people, because when it comes down to it, a lot of us aren't even African American. A lot of us aren't even from African descent. 
a lot of us are actually Indian and we can see it in our faces, in our hair, not Indian, Native American. We can see it in our faces and in our hair. But to go deeper than that is to understand that. And this is I feel like I'm pulling myself backwards because God has already elevated me from this. So I got to be careful with this spirit around me because it's trying to pull me back. And I'm so far past all of this, but it's okay because I got it. God got me. So even so, because this is three years back, like God has got me in the school of righteousness. That's what he calls it, the school of righteousness. And I'm so I'm, I'm so far past these studies. But let me tell you, so as far as Native Americans go, though Native Americans are actually just African people mixed with Asians. So when it comes down to it, that means that the Africans and the Asians discovered America. They came to America and they breeded a new race. That's what Native Americans are. You can see it in their face. It's quite obvious. But it's just that people don't, they're, they're able to tell only part of the story. So they're able to keep this veil in your mind where it's like your soul even knows that that's what they look like. Your soul even knows that that's probably how they got here. You mix blacks with Asians and you get Native Americans and people who look like them. But the difference is that the reason why they don't look like what, you know, uh, Native American, I mean, with what blacks and Asians create today is because this was far, far, far back when blacks or Africans and um, Asians looked different. See, it's been mixed, it's been diluted, it's been reproduced, and it's, and we're getting all of these different races now. But like I said, look up Eve's gene. Every There's no human, there's no woman's womb besides the black woman's womb that each and every single DNA from each and every single race on this planet could have originated from. And that's scientifically proven. So do you know what that means? That means that Each and every single last person on this earth originated from a black woman's womb. So we made every race on this earth, which means we were the first race to have existed. Now that we went over that quick little history lesson, let me go back to what it is that they were trying to do. Because I see that they're trying to get me deep into that. And it's not even about race anymore. Because once you realize that, you understand that we're all black. That being said, let me get into you know, the issue at hand, because if we're all black, then why do they want to keep us from seeing ourselves represented as black people? In example, why do they always portray Jesus to be white? Why don't they want him to be portrayed as black as he is? Why don't they want God to be portrayed as black as he is, as is in the Bible? If we're all black? Well, here's the thing. They are a dilution of black people. They are dilution. And that being said, when you understand that you are not the pure, you are not of the purest form of black people, then you have to understand that that is, you know, you don't, it's not that you understand it, but to be quite honest with you, you get, you dig deep into that and you find out that that's a problem. You find out that that's a problem because, well, in the Bible, it says that God's creations God made God made creations, but Satan's creations will never inherit heaven. That being said, I don't No, I'm going to say it. And I don't want to sound racist, but I'm going to say it. 
a lot of races today, they are created by Satan. They are created by Satan because there's principalities and powers of darkness in the heavenly realms who are overseeing this process of diluting black people. They're doing it intentionally. So when they intentionally create these abominations, sorry. When they intentionally create these abominations. It comes down to the fact that you are not going to heaven. You're just not going. But that being said, I also want to be very clear that the Lord revealed to me that he doesn't care what, where you came from or how you were made. If you are a good person, you are going. But it's very few that are. Very few. I would like to say one in each city, if that. And you know, these cities are of hundreds of thousands of people. There's very few people going. Some cities carry millions and there's one person, maybe two. Now, it's, I haven't seen two from each city go. I haven't. And when you know that, that's devastating. Are you that one in a million? But that being said, that doesn't mean that you don't have the chance to go. That doesn't mean that you can't start living a life of righteousness and get right with him right now. And he changes mind. Because just like he chose the people who deserve to be there, that doesn't mean you can't make yourself to, you can't become the person who deserves to be there. But that being said, I also want to be clear that these are first pickings. Well, I think we're on the second round now. Or we're ending the first. First picking. So I do believe that he's going to still pick certain people. But they're just going to have to be chosen afterwards. Like, he's getting the best ones now. So he's getting the, the, the top ones right now. That being said, I don't want to make it a competition. I just want to say you should know what kind of person you are. You should know. And that, that being said, I know what kind of person I am. I know I'm not perfect. I've made a bunch of mistakes. So if I'm first choice, then that just means that you, I'm not trying to judge you or feel like I'm better than you. But I don't know what second choice is. I'm, I'm, I know I'm a great person. I know I'm a great person. I've known that my whole life. I'm going to be a great person no matter what. But I just don't know what second choice is. Or third. But um, that being said, I do believe we're ending first pickings. Okay, so let me get back to what I was going to say because they're trying to get me off track. So the, the spirit said, I pulled, I called this demon off of her. You called it on her in order to keep her from calling the demons off of the rest of you. And the thing about it is I've already known that. I've known that since the beginning. So you can kind of guess that it was just the, the main thing I was happy about was to my relief is that I had somebody else who was willing to vouch for that. Who was finally willing to acknowledge that. Instead of pretending as if this is not what's going on when they know the truth and they've known this the entire time. I know that they know this. I know that they know this because I remember when they first got here and first found out and they got so upset that they just that they started to do exactly what they're doing now. Which is trying to sabotage and oppress me to try and keep me from winning. They've been doing this since the jump. I was here when they found out. 
So I know that everybody knows. I know that everybody's doing this intentionally. I know that they're trying to make it look as if they don't know what's going on or that, you know, this is a surprise to them or that they don't know who I am. And that's part of their tactic. And it's really, really, really saddening. It's deeply saddening because the Lord is right here with me the whole time. And I'm just like, I know what you're doing. And it's so unfortunate because I see you in the spirit. I see you in the spirit lying. Lying. And I'm just like, the only thing I could think to say to myself is that, why are you lying? What What do you think you're getting out of that? And if you know, if you're doing this in the spirit, you're lying in the spirit, that means you know you're going to hell. You already know you're going to hell. And so that means you have nothing to lose. And so that means that I just have to, I just have to prevail. The Lord gives me strength though. I will prevail with the Lord, but I know that you're not going to stop because you don't have anything to lose. You're on your way to hell. You're just trying to delay it. That being said, um, the spirit um, said that they were calling this demon off of me and was being very elusive. They were being elusive in a way where it's like, why aren't you saying all of everything that's going on? You're not just calling a demon off of me. Um, this demon is not only, that demon may have been on me to keep the demons from off of them. But why didn't you talk about the other one that you didn't call off? The demon that's on me that's supposed to wake my people up. That's trying to keep me from waking my people up. That's trying to keep me from showing my people that they're the true Hebrew Israelites and to stand in their power so that we can all become the holy nation. Why aren't you talking about this demon that I have to get off of me? And as soon as I get it off of me, the veil removes from each and every single last black person and true Hebrew Israelite on this earth. Why aren't you talking about that one? Of course you can't touch it. I know you can't. I have to do it myself. But why come and pull that one off and talk about that one as if this one doesn't exist? I know if you saw that one, you had to see that one. And if you only saw that one and didn't see that one, how much help are you really? That being said, I'm not an ungrateful person. I didn't want to say that, but I know in my heart that you are up to no good. Because you are just like them. You came and told me partially of it in order to get me to ignore the rest. As if I could. So you came and pulled this demon off of me. And you thought that I was going to say, oh, because I'm so tired of being oppressed. And because this feels a little bit better, I'm just going to leave that demon on me and allow my people to go to go on being, you know, blinded and oppressed. You know, and I'm just going to ignore that just because that's good enough. If that were the case, I wouldn't even be here right now. I could have been done that. I could have been pulled the lesser demon off of me, or I could have been just left all the demons on me and ignored my people. I wouldn't even be as far as I am if I had done that. So what makes you think that I was going to do that? The person that did that, I was just, to myself, I'm just like, I have to see. It's like, I know what's going on, but I have to see what you're up to because you seem like a friend. And to be quite honest with you, I don't know why it's something in your spirit that is, you know, that actually is allowing you to be close to me in that way. Because I'm going to be quite honest with you, their spirit, their spirit in a way was approved by God. And I know that because if I know that this other demon is on me and I have to do that myself, then I also know that your spirit in a way is approved by God. So the question was, since you are not malicious in that way, are you intentionally doing this or not? 
So I thought to myself, then this person just must not know about the other part of it. They must not be on that level. And I thought to myself, there's no way if you serve the same God I serve that you don't know that too. Because he's going to tell you. So I said to myself, well then, hey, if they know the whole story, then what is their angle? And then I realized there are some people who do things for the approval of man. They don't do things for the approval of God, but there's no way you'd be approved by God doing that. So I was really conflicted on where this person actually stood, because how can you have the approval of God and still not be doing God's work? That being said, there's a lot of different situations and a lot of different cases. And God is very forgiving and very merciful to his people. So if you're still helping and loving his people, he'll show mercy on you, even though he knows what you're doing. Sometimes we're just not capable of him as human beings of being everything that, you know, we're supposed to be. So I'm thinking, so maybe you're just good for that job. Maybe you're just good for what you're doing. But, and God knows that, and that's what he's, you know, assigning you to. But I just knew that something was wrong with that, too. But the only thing that I, you know, get conflicted with is I wonder how people can do God's work and not do all of it. How can you do God's work and still be doing the devil's work, too? God said you can't, you can't serve two masters, you can't worship Satan and worship him too. You have to pick one. And if you are willing to allow Satan's work to be done on that angle because that's supportive of what you intend to, um, because of the deception that you want to continue, how are you doing God's work? That being said, I realized this was a deeper level of evil. It's a deeper level of evil to be portraying yourself to be doing God's work and to really be doing Satan's work in a way where it's like, don't you know these people who are, who are making Jesus movies and, 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 and building churches and claiming themselves to be, you know, lovers of Christ and uh, workers of Christ and pastors, etc. And they're supposed to be doing the Lord's work, but the Lord revealed to them the truth and they decided to ignore it. So that's a deeper level of evil. The Lord says that um, the people who know better, the people who know my laws and do not keep them, they are in far more danger. They're in far more danger. Their punishment is going to be much worse. How dare you know the truth and still teach a lie? That being said, this person did not seem like that type. And I'm, I'm the Lord. I have the spirit of truth. I have the Holy Spirit with me. So I know that it's something to it. I'm like, it's either you're being deceived as well. And that's very possible that you have a demon on you that's keeping you from seeing the truth. Or you are just not a good person. You are just not a good person. You're genuinely not. Like, you're not doing the Lord's work. You're not sent by him. But let me continue. So, when 
they called this demon off of me. It did take a little bit of the the weight off of me, but most of it was still there. And so I said to myself, who would come and call only partially of it off? And then, so then I said to myself, so maybe I have to do the rest. Okay, well, thank you for what you did, because obviously that's more than what anyone else is doing and willing to do. And so I'm just wanting to be grateful because I don't want to be the person's like, you know, to do that. And that's probably the problem because the Lord wants me to stand in my confidence of what he is showing me. And I'm just like, I don't want to be that person that's just like, you're wrong. You're still wrong. Even though I feel like you just helped me. That's real. I still do feel like you just helped me. But in a way, it's like, would you, would you care if somebody came and only helped you partially and they could have helped you the entire way through? It's like, do you thank them for what they did or do you tell them to get out of your face? Because what is the point of you coming to help me partially? You probably have worse intentions than the people who didn't help me at all. So that's what it was. And I'm going to be quite honest and blatant with you. What they did not help me with was unveiling unveiling the, the hearts and minds of black people so that we can stand in our power. So you'll help me with the part where I take, I'm able to take the demons off my family so that we can become a family again. But you are not going to help me with the part of returning my nation to its rightful place. Why is that? Because you don't want black people in power? You don't want Jesus to be portrayed as he is, as a black man? You don't want people to know that black people are the heirs? The holy nation? And if that is why you're here, there's no point of you being here because that's what my fight is about. Of course, I want to take the demons off my family. Of course, that's important. But you know what the real priority is? What God sent me to do, which is all of it. I'm not here for no reason. When it comes down to it, I'm going to keep it up. I'm going to be honest with you. Absolutely. I do not. Absolutely. It would be devastating to lose my family members, no matter what it is that they were doing or contributing to. But what I'm telling you right now is if they have to die in order for this to happen, even if I have to die in order for this to happen, I'm going to let that happen. So what makes you think that that's good enough for me when I'm willing to give my life for this cause? Get out of my face. Because that's what y'all been doing this whole time. Here, here's a bone so that you don't go and get the whole feast. Here's something so that you don't go and do what needs to be done. You're trying to get me to sell my soul. So this is just offensive in a way because it's like you you really thought that I would just take that and forget everything I'm born for. My whole purpose in life when God has revealed it to me. I was just, I was upset, but the whole idea was, well, you're not doing what you're supposed to do anyways, and you're not, you know, you're not working at the pace that you should, and if you really want it to happen, then it could have happened by now. It's all your fault, and here's the thing. God is right here with me the whole time, too, though. Mention that part. Mention how he's still here the entire time, and he's still supporting me. So what does that mean? Does that mean that it's not going to happen anymore? Or does that mean that you're now using excuses? Either way it goes, like, I I understand that, you know, I probably could be doing more 
But I also understand that everything happens in God's timing because I probably could have been doing more my whole life. But that never stopped from my purpose and my calling to happen exactly when it was supposed to, which was last year. And exactly when it happened last year, guess what happened? Everything that I was doing, wasn't supposed to be doing, that all fell off too at the right time. Which means that everything is going to land exactly when it's going to land in God's timing. And you here trying to make it seem as if I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do. You're just trying to bribe me into quitting. That being said, I was disgusted when I when I really truly figured out the um the evil behind it. The real evil behind it. But that being said, it's also offensive because there's way too many black people who are contributing to this and this is for you and when I'm saying contributing I don't mean the ones that's contributing to this actually working out how it's supposed to because if everyone were contributing to this working out how we're supposed to we would be done by now we would but they don't care because they say to themselves well we don't want you to win so we all fail if it got to be you that's winning and we're all failing because God, in a way, I know that God knows what's going to happen. I know that God told me already that it's going to be me. But I guess the reason why everything is being delayed is because he wants his people to show up. And he wants his people to decide that it doesn't matter who it is that's bringing us out as long as we get brought out. I guess we haven't been oppressed enough. To get to that point, because when the true Hebrew Israelites were being released from Egypt, when they were being released from Egypt, when the Israelites were being released and freed from Egypt from the Pharaoh, they didn't say, oh, no, we're going to stay here as slaves because we don't want it to be you, Moses. Let him send somebody else in the next 400 years. Nah, they got up out of there. They didn't care who it was freeing them. They were being freed. Besides, it wasn't Moses. It was God. So don't shoot the messenger. This is this is really disappointing. It really is disappointing. And imagine how our father is feeling about it. So you don't want to get out of your chains. So you want to stay in your chains because it's her and you don't want it to be her. And at this point, I think it's getting to the point where it's like he's feeling like he's going to give us a chance to all do it together and all come around to understanding that it's not me. It's really God. And so we now we can all move forward. But yes, I am the person he sent. Yes, I am. Accept it. But that being said, if you cannot accept it, let's maybe just like the Lord said to Moses on Mount Sinai, I'm gonna kill all of them and I'm just gonna make a people out of you. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna make you a people. That being said, please understand that the Lord will Get rid of every single person who decided, I don't want it to be this person or I don't want to do this because it's her. And he'll just make a people out of people who do want to go, who are not against that. I really feel like it's inching towards that. He's going to leave behind the people who's trying to stop me. It's like, you don't think that you're really stopping God's plan, do you? Absolutely not. See, what you're doing is you're showing him your true colors. And you're only adding on, adding on, adding on. He's giving you chance after chance after chance. And when it comes down to it, then he's going to be like, nope, I gave you enough chances. You didn't stop anything from happening that you thought you were going to stop. The only thing you stopped was yourself. Bye. 
that being said, if you're okay with being left behind because you want to drag me down, you won't drag me down. You'll just drag yourself. The Lord told me to tell you that. You told you said that, um, well, the Lord revealed that to me. You said that if I can drag her down, I don't care if I got to drag myself down to do it. As long as I'm dragging her down. That's what you said in your heart. And the Lord said, guess what? You won't drag her down. You're only going to drag yourself. And that goes for the people who want to drag black people down too. You said in your heart, if I, if I, if they got to be the holy nation, if they got to rule over us, if they got to live in their power, we so jealous that we rather everybody burn up and die together. Well, the Lord said, nah, it's just going to be you and your people. That being said, I realize a lot of black people who are contributing to what they're doing and don't even realize that that's what they're doing because they have so much jealousy in their own hearts. A lot of times we are our own worst enemies. Like I said, in the beginning, it really was just black people. So that means that Jesus was crucified by black people. I know we like to believe, oh, Jesus was crucified by white people because they were jealous of us. No, Jesus was crucified by black people. We are our own worst enemies. That's what the Bible has been saying since the beginning. We do this to ourselves. We kill our own prophets. We eliminate our own chances. That being said, they're not even a factor when it comes down to it. And I said that. When it comes down to it, no, nobody is a factor but the true holy people, the true Israelites. So when it comes down to it, yeah, we could say they're doing this, they're doing that to stop us. But they can't stop us if we're not stopping ourselves. And that's first. So that being said, the person or the spirit, when they called that small spirit off me, but left the major one on me, which was the big spirit. Like when this happens, the whole world is waking up. It's going back to how it's supposed to go, how it's supposed to be in the Bible. God is keeping his promise and restoring us to our rightful place. They can't call that one off. They don't have the power to do that. But it's offensive that they would try and come call this one off and it's feel as if I would move forward, ignoring the other one. That's offensive. But that being said, I couldn't get upset because it's not like they can call that one off for me. But I guess I just felt to myself, you might as well have just left it alone. Not even you might as well have just left it alone. You were helpful. You were as helpful as you could have been. But it was just, it felt to me as if you don't really want that to happen. You don't really want that to happen, but whatever it is that you did want to happen, that's what you contributed to. And I guess, thank you. So that being said, that person wasn't a a bad person. That wasn't a bad person. It was just a person who needs to wake up because this is happening. So that being said, I guess that they're comfortable that it may not happen. They're comfortable in the fact that black people sabotage themselves every single time. I mean, the Israelites sabotage themselves every single time. Look in the Bible. But if you believe the Bible, then you know that this is happening. You know that God is going to keep his promise to us. God does not lie. And that just takes us having faith in him and believing that it will happen. But I remember saying to myself, After hearing it only for a second, I also knew that the spirit that they caught off of me wasn't even, it wasn't even a permanent task. 
it was only for five minutes. If 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 that, in order to I guess you know help a little, because I know that they were genuinely trying to help. They were genuinely trying to help, but it was just, you know, could you have done more? And if you could have done more, are you really doing God's work by not doing more? Because what? Were you saying to yourself that maybe if I had a reason to do more, I would have? But would God have said that? That being said, you are still a good person for even trying at all because everyone around was not. Everyone was sitting around and letting it happen, but you showed up and did something. But the problem with that is, I guess in a way, I was feeling to myself as if, like, you you really weren't trying to help. You really, it, really, it really was no difference between you and them. The only difference was, no, it was a difference because you actually did something, but it's just, you could have done more. You could have done more. And I don't know what to say about that. I really don't know what to say about that. I guess I could do more too. But something just tells me like, you know, you know what you're doing. You're intentional about what you're doing. Not something God tells me. You knew what you were doing. You're intentional about what you're doing. That being said, um, I don't want to be the type of person that's like, I don't want your help. If you're not going to help in the way I think you should help. I just want to make sure that I'm being very clear on the fact that you did, you knew what you were doing. You were intentional about the small amount of help that you gave in order to show that you could help. But in reality, if it were something that you, a cause that you wanted to help with, or you really wanted to, you that you were intentional about, you could have done way more. So... I don't know your race, but I feel like if you were, if I were white, you would have done more. No, no, no. I don't want to say that. Actually, I take that back because that sounds kind of dumb. Um, Because when it comes down to it, that's the reason why you weren't helping more because I wasn't white. But if I were white, you probably wouldn't have had to help. In a way, it's like, I don't know what to call it. But I think that is the fact that you can't really accept that black people are the true holy people. And you don't really want to see that happen. But that's okay to you because, oh, look at all these other black people who really don't want to see that happen. And that's what you revealed. So in a way, I don't know how to feel about that. It's like, this is why I kind of get upset. Not upset, but this is why I kind of feel it's kind of conflicting when white people claim that they're doing the work of God. Because are you preaching the God that I saw? Are you serving a God that I know? That I know you know too, because that's the real God. That being said, I, it, it really doesn't matter because when it comes down to it, everything will plan out and everything will happen exactly how God said it will happen because God does not lie. He always keeps his promises. Just like he promised he was going to send Jesus and he sent him and didn't nobody believe when Jesus was here. And they did they did exactly what they were supposed to do. They fulfilled the prop they fulfilled the prophecy exactly without even knowing it. That being said, after I realized that this was not even, you know, it was help, but how much help was it really? Because it gave me a little bit more information, but the information was tricky. It was like if you believe this, then you have to forget that. Never in my life. 
will I ever accept that kind of information? You can believe that I just helped you and this is the truth about the situation that you are able to, here, I'm giving you this. You can take the demons off of your family and y'all can go back to being a family. But if I give you this and you accept this, you have to abandon the fact that you are who God sent to free your people. So you really trying to get me to sell my soul for a lesser opportunity, even though this one over here will probably involve dying. So pretty much you're saying, but at least you don't have to die. But in reality, you're just showing me that you are so afraid and you've known the entire time. You've known the entire time, but I knew that already. But in a way, you're admitting it without actually admitting it. That's very offensive. And to me, I was just devastated because I said to myself, look at all these black people around who just saw you do that. And they know that you're doing that. And you want to know the only thing that they can worry about is what you just said. That I'll win either way it goes. That's the only thing that they care about is that you just said I'll win either way it goes and they don't want me to win. So they don't even care about the benefit. It's more of a benefit over here for everybody. They're not helping with that anyways because they don't want me to win at all. And that's what was so devastating because that's what God has been saying this whole time. How can I help my people? My people don't want to even help themselves. How can he restore us as the true holy nation if we can't even stop hating on each other in order to do it? We aren't, we're crabs in a bucket. Crabs in a bucket. Somebody, everybody says that if Jesus came, if, if Jesus was in my day, or if I was around Jesus, around, if that was me, back when Jesus was being crucified, I wouldn't have crucified him. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have contributed to that. And then history just repeats itself. Every single time a prophet comes around, we crucify that prophet because we're jealous. And I can't. So, after they called the demon off of me, I as soon as I decided that I wasn't accepting only that, like I would accept that help if I if it's you know helping me towards my ultimate goal, which is helping my you know helping us to return to, helping us to be placed back into the position we're supposed to be in. Then yes, I will accept that. But they, I couldn't accept that if I was still going to fight towards that. So if I was still going to fight towards unveiling the minds of all of my people, they put the demon right back on me. So I said, I'm gonna, that's why I said, don't even come help me. I'm going to get them all off at once because why would I need your help if you don't want to help my whole cause? And of course you don't want to help my whole cause. You, really, you pretty much just try to bribe me into leaving my people sleep. You should have stayed where you was at. How are you really a good person? How are you sent by God? How? I don't get that. But that being said, the Lord has been trying to show me that the whole time. That he still loves his people, but this is what they are doing. This is what they're doing. So, I said to myself, you know what? But that did just make a difference. And it's, it's amazing how that has that has been a significant difference made in a long time right now. Like, not a long time, but it's been at least a few months where something has actually moved. And I didn't have to do it myself. 
So I said, maybe I need to look more into that and see if more of that can happen, but not at the cost of my cause, obviously, only if it's helping it. So I started looking more into it and I saw that the video that was on that was supposed to have contributed to this demon being called off of me. It was also a video of Jesus being portrayed as a white man. And I said to myself, anybody who's trying to help me in my cause showed up to help me know how I feel about that. That's that's contributing to keeping a veil on the hearts and minds of the true holy people, our black people, our Israelites the true Hebrew Israelites. And I don't like to say Hebrew, but yes, Hebrew. That being said, this person, this individual, this this situation, this whole this every it just told me everything I needed to know when I realized they were still portraying Jesus as white. Because I said to myself, this is new. I looked at the date. Immediately when I saw it, I said, let me see the date. Maybe it's old. And I found out it was new. Within the last couple of months, it had just been made. And I said to myself, so they still peddling this, even after knowing what's going on. And that's 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 after understanding that everybody in the world knows what's going on right now. And if you're doing God's work, you hear him as well as I do. So you ain't doing God's work. Your father is Satan. The father of lies. Because if you were speaking the truth, then you would have portrayed Jesus as the truth, as a true black man. How dare you be in my presence and know what it is I'm doing here and still be portraying Jesus as white. So they tried to get me to sell my soul. And the only person who's trying to do that is the devil. So you have to be careful of these pastors, whether they're black or white, that's comfortable with Jesus being portrayed as a white man. Because the way that the Lord showed up for me, I know that he loves all his children equally, even though I'm chosen. I'm sure he showed you how his son looks as well as himself. And if you continue to ignore that and you decide to ignore that, what does that mean for you? That pretty much just means you know where you're going. You're going to be with your father, Satan. You're going in a lake of brimstone and fire because how dare you not love and accept our God in the way he is. How dare you not love and accept our father God who gave you everything that you have because he's black. How dare you want to keep the veil on the hearts and minds of others, but call yourself doing the work of God and God is love. How dare you not want the true Israelites to be restored in their proper position as the true holy nation over all nations. But you call yourself doing the work of God because that's what God wants. And don't give me the, well, they're not doing what they're supposed to do. If they were doing what they're supposed to do, then da, da, da. you don't want it anyways, which means you're not going. You're not going to be there when we do get there because you don't want that anyways. So it's unfortunate to me because I don't want to make it seem as if I'm against all of the races because like I said, the Lord just sent me to give the news to an Asian woman. She's going. That being said, if that's you, speak for you. Don't speak for your whole race because you don't even know who out of your race is going, just not you. 
It's a certain type of mindset and heart that the Lord wants in heaven and yours isn't. So I don't feel offended. I'm not offended by speaking on this. I'm, I don't feel offensive by speaking on this because I don't feel that I can offend anyone who understands. Just like that Asian woman who did not see color. Who knew the real and and loved people genuinely no matter what. She knew what real love was. And she loved people despite their color, race, etc. Anything that's supposed to be accepted here on earth. She loved it despite that. Which means that she did it whether she was going to heaven or not. She's going. And you're not. So... That being said, like, I don't know what to say, you know, for anybody who may be confused on what anything I just said. But I hope that, you know, this message is reached to the right ears.